Hey, it's Dr. Lisa, and it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. I give a shit. I feel like I'm the last person on this planet who gives a shit. You know, the media doesn't give a shit. No one else gives a shit. Uh, Things are really like... uh, I don't know. The world is falling apart. No one cares about the the crisis in Syria. I mean, people care, but there's just the world is falling apart, which is why I am here to distract you just for a little while and hopefully do maybe a little, you know, a little fun, thoughtful, possible consciousness raising or something like that. I don't know. Um. I'm very excited because um, I have a uh, lovely and talented, smart uh, sex worker on the show today. And I'm going to introduce you to Natalie in a minute. Um, But before I do, I just want you to understand how we met. We met through um, a mutual friend, you know, and we spent like, a really nice day together, me and our friend, our mutual friend. And um, it was pretty cultural looking at art. And um, she's really normal. She's actually seems a lot more normal than most of the weirdo people I hang out with. Certainly norm- more normal than anyone at this station. So we had a lovely day and she had a lot of smart things to say about the art and stuff. But we didn't talk about her, her work, her job at all. So uh, this is all fresh, you know, um, we're going to be discussing it. The thing that I'm mostly concerned about is that I'm going to come off as a total nerd because I don't really know that much about sex work as she does. or And, and it seems sort of uncool in a certain way. But I will tell you that I did go to a um, triple X uh, convention once, and I did have my picture taken with Stoya, so I'm not that dorky. My husband wanted to go. Uh, okay, so say hello, Natalie. Hi. How are you today? I'm pretty good. I'm just picturing you and your husband at a, a XXX convention. <laughs> well, it was really cool. I have some great um, video from that because, and some great photos. I'll have to see if I still have them, maybe post them. I don't, um, I don't think I would even fit in at one of those. <laughs> no, it was like we were total. Well, you know, um, the thing that's really cool is that you actually got to see these women, you know, tons of women doing webcams in real time, which is super interesting. That is so creepy. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, so anyway, um, we did that, and uh, it was fun, you know? Um, and it was really funny because my husband is such a dork. You didn't meet him, did you? Yeah, I, I did. Did briefly, you? Yeah. Okay, so he's such a dork that, like, he was really uncomfortable, like, getting his picture taken with all the women, you know, and, really like, with Stoya and stuff like that. And I I was the one who had to have my picture taken with them, which was really kind of fun. When I was younger, they used to do these um, feature acts at strip clubs, and um, you would get Polaroids for $20 with the different porn stars. And so I have a collection of Polaroids with me and porn stars from, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, um, I had a nice chat with Stoya. She's a really interesting person. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of, you know, I mean, it's, there's a lot of creativity and, and intelligence, no doubt about it. Um, probably most of my listeners, I'm, I imagine I'm preaching to the converted here a bit, that they're pretty um, comfortable with sex workers, sex working, the whole concept. But, um, you know, it's it's something that is 
always good to bring out in the open and, and honor, really, because it's a career and it's a decent job for a lot of people. We do want to make a big uh, distinction, which I think is where the problem of the image of the sex worker is, that people confuse it with sex trafficking. What do you think, Natalie? Well, I think that there are, there are a lot of issues. There's sex trafficking is definitely a thing. I, I worked um, in Vegas, and I, there was definitely um, some girls that had pimps, and that was really, uh, really sad to see, you know, girls that were younger than me. You know, I, I do think that, I mean, women in, in all sorts of positions are exploited, though. So, oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. People in all sorts of positions are exploited. And there's all sorts of tr- human trafficking, not just sex trafficking. Oh, yeah. So um, I think there's a really big, um, I consider it a fairly feminist move for women who want to do sex work and take that on and decide that's what they want to do. I, w- I wish there was a little less shame involved. You know, I think it would be a, a great, you know, statement or feminist thing on my part if I was just really open about it and stood up for myself. But I think that, you know, I, I do, you know, in certain situations feel shame. And and even depending on if somebody's comfortable with it, sometimes I um, it's hard for me to discuss my job because it's like, well, they have either either they're cool, so cool with it that, you know, they don't even see how screwed up it can be. Yeah. Um, or or they're so not cool with it that they don't see how much fun it sometimes is. So yeah. I don't know. I'm never it's never I'm never really that comfortable well, talking I, about I'm it. I'm curious to know if it's really different than like um say a lot of office jobs or job as an account executive or you know, like the job I had um, in advertising. Um, I mean, I wonder. Well, I don't know. I can, I drink at work. <laughs> well, so. you're not the only one. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean. It seems a lot different than any office job I've ever held. Okay, but like, okay, so say I've had a lot of comedians on the show. I've done a little bit myself. Whatever, I like know that. It's like being a stand-up comic, probably. Okay, so if you're a stand-up <laughs> comic, right, you work at bars yeah. and clubs mostly, yeah. right? And you work at night. Yeah. And you probably and make, you make a lot people less. laugh. You make more money if you make people laugh. That's right. The thing. Yeah. Right. And so how and you know, some nights are great and some nights are horrible and you get heckled sometimes and you know, I mean I there's I think comedians get heckled more than, than people in my industry. In your industry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think mean, it's a harder job. So really how how different is it? Do you, um, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, all I'm saying is yeah, every I, job has its ups and downs. And like people, you know, I didn't, I wasn't happy in my career most for most of it. And people would think like, oh, you're an art director. That's so cool. And it, and I'd go, not really. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really know the reality for better or for worse yeah. at most people's jobs. So how, how do you, how would you rate your your job as opposed to like what you hear other people complain about, like that work at different, you know. Yeah. I think that other people have it a lot worse than I do, honestly. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't have to commute during regular business hours here in New York, which I Mm -hmm. think is is horrible. I don't know how anybody lives here Mm -hmm. if they have to get on a train like eight or seven or even nine in the morning um, and go (laughs) towards Manhattan. It's horrible. Everybody's shoulder to shoulder. That would drive me insane. Um, So I don't have to do that. I don't have to sit in office. I do have to see the same people all the time. Mm-hmm. And I have to ask. You mean at your work? Users. Yeah. The people at work or the or the, the cl- people at work? What do you call them? <clears throat> clients or customers? Well, there are, there are uh, uh, the clients. The clients change pretty much every day. And I have a lot of, I'm not the greatest salesperson. I'm not the best at remembering who's mm-hmm. who. Um, 
but I'm I'm always pretty friendly. And it's it's funny because people try to jolt my memory sometimes. I don't know if it's a, a psychological thing. I really do just forget people right away. You know, it happens with me in, in my business of doing fake therapy because um, it happens, you know, like I'll have a conversation with somebody that's pretty intimate. Yeah. And then you're maybe not sexually, but yeah. I have so many of those conversations. Exactly. Me that too. like and then they're like shocked and insulted occasionally that I don't remember them or remember no. the details that's- of. Even if I remember them, I may not remember the details. Men get really mad at me when I when I forget them. Like well, they'll, they'll just they, honestly, I've lost money just because I've uh, not answered questions right because I my memory is so poor. Well, no, because their <laughs> ego is so big. See, here's where the therapy comes in. Don't blame yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could tell them, you know, look, I'm really popular and I have a lot of clients. You know, I can't yeah, they don't like, even like being remember called clients. You know, it's like it's, it, it's a whole, so they like, like they want the girlfriend experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's true, too. And I think I'm um, stereotyping in what I just said that I think that's true, too. I mean, I've heard that a lot. Right. They just want to have like uh, they want to have pillow, pillow, like a girlfriend to talk to. Right. Is that part of it? Or a lot of times or they want to discuss their fantasies. Most guys are are married. Most guys that that need this. They're married. Otherwise, they'd just be on Tinder. Um, Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, they just they just want to talk about things they can't talk to their wife about, you know, mm-hmm. like their um, gay fantasies or whatever fantasies they have. So sexual fantasies. Yeah. yeah. Um, they want to feel normal about it, too. I feel like I'm a therapist in some ways because I— Sure. Even no matter what kind of crazy shit they're telling me, I'm just, I am just just make them feel comfortable with it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's normal. I've heard that a hundred times. Says, You're not the only one. But still, it's, I'm pretty traditional myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's talk about—I mean— um, your work must be satisfying. In that must be very satisfying. It is. You know, I, it it takes. I think a lot of empathy, but I, I do feel it's it's rewarding. You know, um, I mean, it's just after sex. somebody after somebody has an orgasm, they're really really thankful, and they give you this great look and this beaming smile, and it's like, oh wow, you really made them. Yeah, yeah. you did a good job. Yeah, I, mean, I suppose customer satisfaction. I suppose it's a little like being a masseuse in that way, maybe. Where I mean, I'm not. I, masseuse is all over the place, or probably, or not. Well, maybe the one masseuse is listening. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's, I'm comparing it to that, but you know, you feel like you've done something good for someone. I think it's like anybody else. I feel good if um, I feel like the show went well, or yeah. that somebody responded to it, or if like you know, we were talking about comedy. If you get a good set and people laugh, mm-hmm. or if you do a great ad and the client loves it, yeah. you know, it's it's, it's like it's, it's the it's same immediately rewarding, I mean, it's called sex work, but I'm really actually curious as to how front and center the sex is. I mean, isn't a lot is a lot of it isn't a lot of it just kind of relating to people and giving them um, a sense of intimacy, not just the black and white sex part? Yeah, I mean, there's no. I mean, if you if you're gonna be black and white about it, you're gonna get a certain type of clientele that's interested in you. I don't. I don't really discuss prices. I don't go down. It's not like I have a menu or a price right. list. It's like whatever I feel like doing, I'll do. And I expect to be const- com- compensated. Compensated. <laughs> compensated. That's what I'm trying Con- to Constipated. Say. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, would exactly. be con- I would think that would probably work the other way. Relax you. you I don't know. <laughs> But I, you know, they, they, you know, for I'm paid for my time, not for you know specific right. things on a menu, and I don't go, I don't talk about black and white. So do I they, also, I, I don't like to undersell people, so I don't like to, 
you know, oh, I, so the price less. the price changes a lot depending on what I think someone can afford. Oh, the sliding scale. Sli- it mostly slides up. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really give too many discounts, but and you and you can really. I mean, you don't. You're. You're in control of all of this. I'm yeah, and guessing, if I don't think right? the customer is deserving, well, then they can have their money back, and I can leave. Right. So, you, so you don't really. Do you, I, I enjoy do you, telling you, people to fuck themselves. I really do, and oh, I, I like having fun. a job. It's like owning your own business. You know, I'm right. an independent contractor. I can tell people to fuck off, and it's not like you get a bad reputation in the industry. It's not like somebody's gonna yelp about me. Or maybe they do. I'm not gonna read that. <laughs> but um, you know, I, it's not like I have to worry about. What I say to anybody, I could say anything. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, so, I mean, you feel like you have your own agents. You know, you're your own, you're, you you have agency. You're your yeah. own, per, per, You do you feel, I mean, it sounds kind of empowering in a way. It, it is. And I, I think that it's, I stopped doing it for a little while and I, I started working at a normal job and I, I really felt trapped. I really felt <laughs> <laughs> I I shitty feeling. Yeah. So I started to get, you know, you know, like unstable. I was so unhappy when I stopped doing it. So right because you when when I when I think is really important that people understand is like what I'm hearing from you is that you get job satisfaction and independence too. You know I don't need I don't need anyone else to I don't need a roommate even you right. Know, I don't need to borrow money from my mother ever. Right. Um. I don't. You know. I don't need to. I don't go shopping. I don't do crazy stuff. But if if I want to go on a vacation, I can. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of freedom. Yeah, and a lot of freedom for women who and I've don't. Been, I've been used to been doing this since I was eighteen, so now that's I'm very comfortable with that much freedom. And it's really tough for me to even oh, pick God. up a job where they're like, "Oh, you get one week of vacation a year." <laughs> it's like, are you kidding? <laughs> I don't know how to how people do that. I have to show up at a specific time every day. I don't. It sounds horrible. So when you came in, you mentioned that. I mean, you and I talked before we got on the air, and you know. um, I mean, uh, we, you wouldn't be here mm-hmm. um, if you didn't think that I was that this is like f- for a good cause and to create some awareness and that you were going to feel respected or you wouldn't even be here. I'm certain of that. Well, yeah, there's just a, there's a certain line of questioning that everybody always gets into about just I don't know. So I, I'm curious. Can you just? I mean, I don't want to ask you those. We are, we are not going to have those questions to talk about, mm-hmm. but I, I'm just curious how normal people um, would, what what is it that people find most compelling about your job? I find the relating, I'll just say, after talking to you for, on the radio right now in 10 minutes, the thing that I find most compelling is the way that you get to relate to people in an intimate way. Especially and, people and, I would never normally come across, like billionaires right. or, you know, just people that, like, I sometimes I'm in a conversation with people I know that don't know what I do for a living, and and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I was talking to this, uh, you know, the the CEO such and such the other day," and they're like, "How the fuck did you come? How did you meet that person? <laughs> right, like, what right, bar right. did you meet him at? You <laughs> right. know?" And it's like, uh. "Right." <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, all that stuff sounds really interesting, and I mean, that sounds. I'm saying, like to me, that's the most interesting part. But yeah. what kind of stuff? That's what I'm curious about. But what what kind of stuff do people generally ask you? What are the really annoying questions? I'm just curious. Um, geez, is it like what's it feel? Is it the you go know? Ahead. Do you do you enjoy your job or does it turn you on or you know? It's like of course it does. 
You know, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I would be doing it if I was just like, if I felt like I was getting molested the whole time. <laughs> um, you know, I got, um, you know, what is the other, uh, how much money do you make? I guess I get asked a lot or, you know, how much, I don't, I don't know. Well, what's your perception of like, what makes you feel like you don't want to tell people what you do? Um, when people ask, when when I, I do mention it, and then I get rated with questions that I feel like are insensitive or um, just way off 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 base. Right. I'm trying, I can't even actually pull one. No, no, no. But right I mean, now. like, how do you sense? Can you do you, you do you do you normally say what well, you I, do, or how do you handle all that? And and how can you tell who's going to be like, rude? Don't ask, don't tell. Like I just don't mention it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, you know, if something comes up and they're like, oh, like people ask me, you know, where I work and I'll, I'll, I'll give them like a general idea of where I work. They think I work at a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I do sometimes. So it's, it seems normal, you know, right. I just work in another bar in a neighborhood that right. I don't go to ever. Right. Um, so there's that. And I, I keep the lie the same. It's not like a lie, but I keep it. No, it's I, self-protective. It is. It shouldn't, it is. You, it sh- this is what I'm angry about. You shouldn't have to be in a position where you have to protect yourself. But Yeah, well, no. I mean, I, I thought for so, a long time, like there was a long time I didn't tell anybody what I did. And then mm-hmm. there was a period of time where I was just completely open about it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just, you know, I do the don't ask, don't tell, or the don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't volunteer information that mm-hmm. readily. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't lie. So if I'm asked it directly, I'll just say it like it's no big deal. Um, but it, that's, it rarely comes up, honestly. I mean, because people don't really just talk about work all the time. Yeah, no. I, I think it's because I, I, I surround myself with a different set of people um, that, you know, maybe more creative types that don't talk about work. Right, because um, I was noticing, like, last night we 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 hosted, uh, they kind of used our place, and we hosted, we loved them, the, um, the um, Bushwick Daily mm-hmm. um, party, holiday party, mm-hmm. and, because uh, we have a Christmas tree, and I'm Jewish, and all that, and uh, we, um... We, um, you know, I mean, those people aren't making a living writing for or photographing for the Bushwick Daily. I guarantee you that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, a few people, when I got in a long enough conversation and I was trying to find something to talk about, I'd say, so do you do something else, too? But creative people often don't talk about how they make their money. Yeah, because a lot of them have uh, aren't making money mm-hmm. in their creative endeavors. And so they're doing something crappy on the side that they hate. Um, and I, I mean, I at least, you know, I should be more creative about what I do. I could have more of a performance, Why? performance art thing going on. In my yeah, we could make that up. We could yeah, make that up. I could, I could improve on my costumes a little bit. I kind of, at this point in the game, I just, um, you know, I'm a very low maintenance uh, sex Right. Well, you've got it. Well, you've got it. You've, you know, you've got that. You're a professional. You've got the experience. I want to let people know that they're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn and that you can donate money. Um, it's a really great station, and we we have every kind of radio show on here. And uh, you should just go to our webpage at Radio Brooklyn, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. I'm worried. See, I get really nervous that 
that I'm fucking this up and then I'm going to say the wrong, I'm not going to get it right or that I'm actually, this is what happened. I'll tell you the truth. I forgot to say it right in the beginning and now I'm like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. Oh, so you got to say it two more times. I know, I know. <laughs> so you should go to our Patreon page and uh, donate money. You could put like a dollar a month in there and you can actually, uh, you can actually sponsor my show if you want, you know, and then I'll give you a shout out every week for like a buck a month, just my show even. Crazy, right? Uh, so you should do that. Um, yeah, so how did, how, how did you grow up? Like how does one, how does an, you know, an, how does an intelligent, regular old person find themselves in the sex worker business? Like what did, well, how did you grow up? Did, were your I Googled, I Googled something online recently and someone wrote a, uh, like their thesis on like how girls end up uh, doing this. And mm-hmm. basically, you know, a pretty good looking girl from, you know, with a not much of a presence of her father in the house and uh, whose parent, family doesn't have that much money. It's a, just a perfect combination, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you say that described your background? Yeah. yeah. So and, then, and then, of course, you know, there's like some, I was molested as a kid. So then that's uh-huh. like a... That's another thing. Yeah, so like where a, did you grow up? A combination of things. Um, I grew up in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And what did you, and where was your dad? What happened? With, um, were my, your parents My married? dad was, my parents were divorced. My dad lived in the next town over. He called me every fucking day. But oh, nice. I mean, still, he didn't live with me. So How often did you see him? Um, I saw him every weekend until I was a teenager, and then I just didn't have time for him. Right, of course. <laughs> so you saw him every weekend. Yeah. Did you have a nice relationship with him? Yeah. Or how I did mean, you feel about him growing up? It's uh, you know, he's he's a, a pretty crass person, pretty loud, big loud mouth. Um, uh huh. He's a great salesperson. Um, I got that from him, I think. Um, mm-hmm. He uh, when you say crass, do you mean like just really loud, obnoxious. loud and obnoxious? Yeah. big personality. Big, Is he big rude? Personality, very rude. Yeah. Does he use? Does he like tell people to fuck off or like what yeah, do you mean like yeah. shit like that? Okay, yeah, like cross the fucking street. Oh, okay. <laughs> you see me coming, you cross the fucking street. And he was a salesman. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, how yeah. about your mom? What did she do? Um, she was a secretary. Mm-hmm. And so she she showed up every day and sat at a desk and worked for a boss. It was horrible. Mm. And she did that for my entire childhood. I mean, I think she did that for like 20 years. It was I bet she had some... Pr- I bet her father wasn't ideal. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Her father was really? great. But my gran- my grandmother, I think, in her clash a little bit. I don't know. Uh, it's really hard to... To well, like down ex- the chain and and figure out where mm-hmm. everything went wrong. I know. Well, an aggressive, I've tried so hard. An obnoxious dad <laughs> and an obnoxious boss. I mean, that's where I was going with that. Oh, so did your mom date or anything like that? You know, she she did only a little bit. My mother, I think, really hated men. Uh huh. Um, she's what made you what what? How did you get that sense? She would say it. <laughs> what did All she the time? say? Like, I, what? I hate fucking men. Men fucking suck. Um. You know, a bunch of fucking assholes. You know, she was working, you know, I think in her office there was just a lot of misogyny. And Mm -hmm. I think that she was not. um, What kind of office was it? She worked for an insurance company. Oh, yeah. That sounds boring. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can imagine those guys not enlightened. Yeah. So um, she would be, she was not treated well at work. Yeah, no. But she had a steady job, which is pretty admirable, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, was she educated? You know, she thinks she had a two-year degree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
So did you get along with her? Did you have brothers or sisters? When I was younger, I didn't get along with her. I don't know even if I get along with her now. I thought, <laughs> I thought she was, like, really wonderful. You know, I thought she was my best friend when I was in my 20s. And now that I'm in my 30s, I feel like um, I think I think she has a lot of problems. Like she has a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just really afraid I'm going to be like her. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hear so you. It's, turn, it's turned from, like, being like, oh, I get along. I, I get along with my mother. Um, Where I, does she live? Does she live near you? At no, all? she lives out west. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you don't see her that no, often. No, I don't see her that often. But um, I talk to her. I should call her once a week. I don't think I talk to her even once a week. Right. What Does she know what you do for a living? Yes. And I mean, I left her, home when I was really young. To, what, to, what's her point of view on that? She feels horrible about the whole thing, I think. She's also, um, you know, it's, um, you know, I don't think she can really accept that that some of the blame falls on her. I think that she's just, she just so, she feels like a failure, like a complete uh, failure. Yeah. Um, that's what I think anyways. This is my idea. I mean, I should maybe ask her someday. No, no. I mean, you know, this is why we're having this chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why you're in therapy. Um, so she, she feels that way, but I'm not sure. I don't see you as a failure. Do you see you as a failure? I mean, I'm very proud that, um, you know, I have my own apartment and I am able to um, take care of my cat. You seem <laughs> healthy and happy to me. And I you feel, have, you know, I can afford to live in New York. You, you know, regular I'm really, wor- really proud. Every time I pay right. my rent, I'm very proud. You yeah. have regular work that seems pretty satisfying and you seem pretty healthy and happy. Yeah. And you you don't seem to, I wouldn't, you seem successful to me. Yeah, Do I you? laugh a lot. I mean, I'm very concerned um, about the future because this job has an expiration date as far as mm-hmm. like. Just like a lot of those yeah, kinds I, of jobs. Like, like you know. any kind of job that depends on your looks. Right. So um, there was that. Yeah, uh, that stresses course. me out. Um, saving? Are you saving? No, I'm not. And it, you know uh, what? I, business hasn't been as good as it used to be. So I think I figured I would just be making money hand over fist my whole life. And then I, um, you know, things have slowed down. I'm making like about one fifth of what I was making mm, uh, ten years ago. It's really well. Also, hasn't uh, porno? You know, all the web. Yeah, cut in, I think it's cutting everybody's yeah. business. And I, the economy, there are so many. I can think of a thousand excuses. Right. You know? Well, it's not just that. Or I'm I just getting older. Right. I don't look quite as good as I used to. Well, I don't know. I can't imagine that. But but anyway, so you guys, guys love an 18-year-old girl, though. They really do. It's so sick. Oh, because they feel <laughs> so in charge. Oh, yeah. It's the yeah. weirdest thing. Yeah, maybe it's my personality is just a little bit too, you know— too fixed now. Uh, they don't like uh, opinionated women. Women, at all. yeah, but they don't like that anyway. I yeah. mean, whether they're paying you to hang out with them. I mean, pretty much on a date, men are sort of paying you to hang out with them, no matter what. I mean, that's the di- dynamic that we if all. If they pay and they're not an asshole about it, yeah. Well, you know, that's a <laughs> dynamic we've all agreed to somehow. I don't know if we've all agreed to it. There's always that one rogue asshole you go out with, and they're like, "Oh, we're going Dutch," and it's like, Are "You fucking kidding me? I didn't even pick the restaurant." Yeah. Well, you know, I he hate, doesn't. I hate he doesn't get. Right now. No, I know. So, are you Over. single now? Yes, I am. So has has uh, hello. I'm such a catch. <laughs> you are. Though. I need to find somebody really kinky that's like turned on by this shit. You know, has, like, so how, wants to how hear has, about my weird shit. How that I did has at your work. work affected your dating? Have you had oh, a it's boyfriend? Horrible. It's horrible. Well, 
I've I have I've quit doing this for students at a time. That's when I've blown through my savings. Is when I've had boyfriends. So basically, I just regret so all they, of the money I've they spent don't and want, all the boyfriends I've had. So they don't want you to be doing this kind of work. Why they're it's hard dating for me. You? It's hard for me also to um yeah it, it, either either they let me continue doing it and it irritates them and ruins their self esteem right then, or they make me quit right away and then I'm bored and I don't know what to do with myself and I get unhappy. Um, and, mm-hmm. or, um, yeah, I don't know what that's, it's just, nothing's working out. So, I mean, and there's a lot of people who have all sorts of, a lot of women, I'll just say that a lot of people that have all sorts of jobs that, um, feel the same way. I mean, except for maybe having to quit. Yeah. But, but also so, I work nights, so it feels like, <clears throat> right. It's really tough for me to find like most men that work nights also are, mm-hmm. don't, aren't looking to settle down. They're still having a lot of fun. Right, right, right. So, like, you know, I if picture... I'm going to find someone with a schedule, like, where I can see them more than once a week, um, you right. know, because I work, like, six days a week. So, I mean, it would, I would, if I had a boyfriend that worked days, I would see them only on Sunday then. Right. So it's kind of like being a musician or a comedian or a performer of any sort. I mean, you're yeah. a performer, really, aren't you? Yeah. I, I, I mean, that. it's performing, isn't yeah. it? It's not. It's a lot of improv. <laughs> it's a lot of There's acting, lot right? Of improv, yeah. Yeah. So how did you um, get into the career? Did you, you, can we, can I ask you about like what happened? You said you were molested or? Yeah. So when I was 15, um, there was someone that lived at, uh, in my home. Um, I wouldn't say it was my mother's boyfriend, but. Like you rented a yeah, room he rents, or something? Yeah, he rented a room in the house. And my so mother and friend, him probably. were hooking up, but they were keeping that completely secret. Did I didn't, you I didn't know, know that they were? No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And um, and I feel I felt horrible years later when I realized that that was the case because mm-hmm. my mother has never dated since. So that's uh, really sad. Do you, do you, do you, did that seem like a good judgment to you for her to not let you know that? Did that make sense? Does that make sense to you that she didn't want you to know? You know, I think that she wasn't that into him. I think that she was just uh, like they were. She was renting a room in the house, and it, it, it happened yeah, once or guys, twice that they had sex, yeah, right? And she didn't want us to know about it, probably because, because she, she didn't wasn't want serious it, right. about him. And she that makes sense. Yeah, okay. I think she thought she could do better, honestly. Yeah. So um, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so um, what happened? So how old were you? Uh, I was 15. Mm-hmm. So I think I just went like, I was already like at a really weird place where I was just starting to experiment with drugs. And I think that that, that just sent me off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Drugs and, um, like? Yeah, I just started using drugs really heavily. Mar- and then marijuana? And my, my mother threw or me out at, all, all, at 16. Because so. you were using drugs? I was using drugs. So your mom threw you out? Yeah, threw like, me out. Without trying to help you or anything? Well, I I got kicked out of high school. Because they caught you with drugs? Um, well, I stole $10 to pay for drugs, and they suspended me. And uh, and that was during, like, uh, exams that uh-huh. they suspended me, so I was going to have to stay back a year. Mm-hmm. And um, and so then I, I beat somebody up. Uh, the wow. Girl, I beat up the girl that told on me, and uh, and then I got I got expelled. Wow. Yeah, so. And your mom— And then I got kicked out of the second high school in my father's neighborhood for doing drugs in school. Oh, so you had a drug problem. I had a drug problem, yeah. And um, but I mean, you know, there are a lot of teenage years are tough, and yeah, I was a mess. And uh, you know, did your parents try to help you in any way? I went to I went to rehab. Um, Mm -hmm. I went to rehab. My did they put you in rehab? Yeah, yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. I asked for it. I I was like, I, I think that 
it was, you know, like there was you no way. You told them you needed to. Yeah. I don't think they realized how serious it had gotten. Right. So, yeah, I did I did rehab and then I and then I uh, I got out of town um, and started supporting myself. Just I feel like that's one of the things that, that got me clean. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm clean. I'm not clean, clean. Like you're not but like I don't stone do, cult Yeah, sober. I don't do heroin anymore. So that's, right. that's great, I think. Yeah. I drink, no, of course. I drink a ton. I, I do a lot of partying, but mm-hmm. I don't like, I'm not. Right, you're not as, right, right. Um. So yeah, I, uh, I had to, uh. It got out of my mother's house and out of the neighborhood entirely, you know, out of the state. Were Were there other kids that you knew that were also taking drugs? Yeah, all my best friends got into it when I was a kid. So and a couple, like a couple of them what kind jail. of town was it? Was it? It was a, a little. It was a really cute suburban town. It was like a really like ritzy neighborhood too. It was a nice, really? nice area. Yeah, and um, so there were a lot of kids dealing with that problem, right? Um, I wouldn't say a lot of kids. I would say there were like ten kids mm-hmm. in school, and I was one of the ten. Complete druggies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you think that maybe some of that was like you didn't? I you, mean, I think that after I was molested, I was just like, well, fuck this. And, and just, did your mom know you were molested? Yeah. Yeah. She actually, she thought I dreamt it. She still, I think, believes that it was a dream I had. But that's her coping mechanism, I understand now. Well, um, that's really <laughs> that's really fucked up. <laughs> that's really fucked up. I know. I mean, you I, know I that, right? I, I, I said the same thing to her. I was like, you know, that's really fucked up, right? I said the same thing to it's her. It's so fucked up. It really is. Yeah. She was really protecting herself. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's. she's yeah. I mean, she probably she felt feels like she probably feels really responsible. She probably feels she already feels like a failure. I really don't know. Whoever knows and shit about this. Well, and I think I have already, honestly. What? I, I I said something to her. You know, she replied to me like, if that actually happened to you once. And I was like, oh, if. Oh. And I made a huge stink about it. I uh, don't blame you. Yeah. You must feel some anger at her. I feel angry at her. Well, I it also, you know, I think it's a very bad for me psychologically to doubt myself about something Absolutely. so serious. Absolutely. And so if I, was, if I was at the time, because my memory is so bad, but when I was a kid at the time, I spoke to her about it. That must have been very difficult. I know that was very difficult. Directly at the time, yeah, in the moment. I mean, no, or like that day like, or whatever. Yeah, later that day, I, I yeah. told her immediately. And, uh-huh. Um, you know, and I feel like I should have been, you know, I should have been commended for that. I should have been like, I should have, you know, if I had. You should have, you, you should have had her take just, care of you. Yeah, I should have been told, thank you for coming to me. I shouldn't have had to have, like, she, she would put an audience, she would put him in front of me in an audience so he could plead with me to remember that it was just a dream. What? Yeah. So he would sit. What? And would like to, he would come over. Wait, and, and they would have like coffee together. And then, and then she'd sit him down with me and he'd be like, oh. You know, I just need you to, to think back really hard and, 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 you know, find it in yourself to realize that this is just, you just imagine this. And I was like, no. And that, that fucks with your head. It's like a 15-year-old. Wow. Like your sense, it just like makes you doubt your own sense of reality. You know, and I was taking a lot of acid back then. I was eating mushrooms all the time. Um, so I think I was just like wicked. Well, confused. you know, I mean, you know, there's a lot. That's a like a lot. That's a. You know, a stew of of uh, of circumstances and issues and stuff yeah. like that. But um, your mother, I mean, a mother that um, won't look into that and take that seriously indicates a lot of other um, holes in her parenting. Yeah, I think that she was, you know, and as a kid, you don't notice this though, and 
it's been really beneficial when I talk to other relatives and I'm like, hey, what about this with my mother? And they're like, you know, your mother wasn't always, wasn't ever, uh, you know, totally all there. You know, we don't, mm-hmm. we don't, we, we've never, we always questioned your mm-hmm. mother's sanity. You know what I think <clears throat> is not good now mm-hmm. is that your mother shames you for what you do. She doesn't know. We don't talk about it. It's just not talked about. But but you know she doesn't like it. I know she doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah she did, but she doesn't like, say I anything. At I least, was right. I was sitting. My um, my cousin just opened his own business, and I was. We were sitting, and we were. And my mother was talking to him and saying, "Oh, I'm just so proud of you. Look, you're taking care of yourself, doing this, doing that." And I was like, "You're all grown up." And I'm like looking at this. I'm like, she's never said any of that to me. Wow. <laughs> I've never gotten that from her. I'm like, oh. Yeah. But I mean, I think a lot of people, like, you know, even people from what's considered good families, you know, I had a boyfriend that was really wealthy and his dad never gave him any kind of uh, positive feedback. Yeah. I mean, most parents are disappointing. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. So I'm not like, they are, I can't they are sit here at my age being like, poor me. My no, mother but, doesn't think I'm a success. But that is, <laughs> that is. You know, that is disappointing. I honestly don't think I'm a success either. I think if I had a, I think if I could do something else and make more money, I certainly would. Well, I think everybody feels so. Something, something else <laughs> I that I felt, really... I felt like comfortable with. Like, uh-huh. I don't think, I think there are a lot of jobs that I would feel like a pig farmer. I could never do that. Like work in a is there anything that, horrible. is there anything like, what do you do in like, do you have like a hobby or something in your free time or? Right now I'm really devoid of that. I have, um. I have depression, and I am. Um, I was really depressed a little while ago, so I'm trying to like find what I enjoy all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, like I just, just don't feel like I have the energy. Like even if there is something I enjoy, I never. I don't feel like I ever have the energy to um, get out of the house and do it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and everything costs money. I'd rather just save money. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've fallen into that. Mm-hmm. So, um, well. What um what was I gonna say? I like to ski. You like that's to ski? Really expensive. Yeah, I like to surf. That's really expensive. Though. Physical activities are great. Yeah. So have yeah. you ever been treated? Um, have you ever been yep. into? Have you ever gone to a real to a real therapist or any yeah, of that? I've been to quite a few. <laughs> and how has that gone? Um, you know, I, I it goes okay. I think that there's definitely. I would say 80% of the therapists I've spoken to, I get a very f- bad feeling that they uh, don't understand or get what I do and they're not accepting. They're not accepting of what mm. I do for a living, you know. So mm-hmm. um, especially female therapists are, are worse huh. than, than men. Um, I had a great therapist who passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, um, yeah, I know he passed away right after my father died. Oh, it's like a week, like a week later, it was like, and it took me like two <sighs> years to find this it's guy. Horrible. He's so good. I know, I know, I know. horrible. But because um, those seem have has, I mean, it, those you know that seems like I mean depression is treatable. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that it's more. Well, I mean, right now I'm just practicing preventative. Like I, I have little rules for myself. Like I need to shower at least every other day. I need to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to. There are different things. I, I don't don't allow myself to order seamless. I take the train <laughs> so I'm around people. I have like I, I th- like that. That's a I, lot I, of discipline. Every other no day, seamless. I talk to somebody on the phone that I that I know. You know, and I just like human mm-hmm. connection is really mm-hmm. important because when you're Yourself when you're you know self employed you and you can you can just stay home. If you're oh, I know, so I know. So then you just get more depressed. And so. if you have a 
like even if you have a job and you're making money, you can just watch TV at home the rest pot. of the time. I pot know. I find is really depressing for me. I I don't. I'm not going to buy any anymore. I don't think until, that can really. I think it's yeah, going to be like one of my New Year's resolutions is to just not smoke so much pot. So, oh, because you smoke pot when you're home. Yeah, yeah, well, that's I mean, probably not. I try good. to only smoke it in the evening, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I. I yeah, I'm, that can definitely. It, it'll take all the uh, serotonin out of. Is that what it does? If I yeah. serotonin? Yeah. I didn't even know it affects the serotonin. I think so. Yeah, you you like know, all does. that stuff, like a lot of it, if if it's in your system all the time, it really just yeah. you're like, what do you do for hobbies? Well, I smoke pot. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what are well, your hobbies? I watch I mean, TV. <laughs> if you smoke pot and also like made something, that would probably be better. I decorated my tree with origami. <laughs> yeah, this year. or just did you? Yeah. Well, that's good. See? See, that's positive. You need a hobby. A hobby can really help you. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I think so too. I started Pilates. That was the most expensive hobby I think I could have started. Um, that was like a hundred dollars a week. I, I managed to do that for like wow. a couple months, and then well, I went broke. Maybe something you need. <laughs> no, but something you can do at home by yourself that you that's because it's really you know that's why coloring books are so popular now. Yeah, I it's had a one of those adult of, coloring books. And I, I put that back it's out. I therapy. Feel like that's a real big waste of time, though. Like I should maybe just draw my own shit. Yeah, but you know what? It's a good way to get started. Yeah, Occupational yeah. therapy. That's that was what they used to give. Um, well, I've. <laughs> All all depressed people, you know, it, depressed that, that people. That is a great, it is a great, real, that's a great treatment for depression. Um, it really is. Yeah. Especially, and it's very some cheap. popsicle sticks. Yeah, make, knitting is great. I, I did. I taught myself to knit when I was in the yeah. throes of like my deepest depression. Um, I taught myself to knit and I don't know how to knit. I I have like I don't know I don't want to blame everything on my ADD because I I do that sometimes but I have ADD so I really can't keep track of how many like stitches I've done so it's really hard for me to make anything uh-huh. that requires a pattern oh. so I just knit huge pieces of nothing that's good scarves I just keep knitting yeah people love long, that long scarves, scarves until a roll of yarn is gone <laughs> I'm exactly. good at hats I can do hats too so I want to let people know that they're listening to um. Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. I'm with um, Natalie. We're talking about her work as a sex worker. And uh, it's pretty, we're learning, we're learning a lot. It's pretty interesting. And uh, there was, I was going to say, so what do you, what, give us some of your thoughts about men. Like how is it, you know, what do you, 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 you married men. You well, see a I, lot I of men. I try to tell men. myself all the time that what I do, I'm just seeing a certain type of man. You know, I'm seeing it. And, right. And except, you know, I don't like to judge people because I could see myself paying for sex in the future. Well, that's I mean, whole, I'm not well, against doing that I'm myself. Curi- what I'm curious about is that, um, you know, people, um, I mean, marriage is a construct, right? So, I mean, I, think, I mean, I think, biologically, I think, I think I'm just seeing really miserably married people all the oh. time. I mean, I have had I've had customers that will talk to me about how wonderful their wives are for hours, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think men are just like? What if our society was different? And you know, what if we were like? It seems to me like cave people probably fucked a lot and fairly indiscriminately, right? I was probably more rape going on, maybe. Yeah, that's maybe not, you're right. Yeah, yes, yeah, a lot of like that there's good too. sex. There's bad sex. <laughs> Like it's the kind of sex that you get a UTI from. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
but there is like definitely, I mean, sex can, can get, I mean, there's nothing like sex with somebody new. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, that gets, you know, my husband I, I was just would be the first person. Night. I'm really sick of having like first time sex with people. I really wish that I was with somebody like, like knew my body. And I, you know, I, every time they went down on me, I didn't have to like retrain them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I, I kind of miss that. Mm-hmm. But um, but do you think that like the men you see is it just like they're bored too or like what 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 do you um, is there is there a commonality or um I don't know I mean I I think they have a yeah they or do they you have, think it's just normal I mean part of I it think is it is just, kind of just normal um but at the same time I think I think what isn't normal is when a guy is like oh this is horrible I'm not into this and it's like well, why are you, why are you here. Oh, because he feels like, bad about himself. Yeah, and he's yeah, putting yeah. It and they on put it on you. me. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, that's fucked up now. Yeah, so that's that's more awkward. Comedians do that. Comedians, it seems like, are not a. Uh, they're not normal men. What What does that like, mean? I can categorize. I can just speak really generally about like men. Yeah, I, I mean, that's all what, sorts of that's racist. What we're doing you want me to? Here. You want me to be yeah, a racist that's what on we're here? Doing. Yeah, I mean, oh gosh. So go ahead. And you know, even like even my my coworkers that are that are black or. You know, they they have the same stereotypes as me about right. our customers. Yeah. So and, what what are they? Go ahead. Yeah, well, go for it. I'm um, sh- yeah. well, I don't bring on the start. hate mail. Go ahead. I'm ta- I can take it. In, what Indian men are horrible customers. Black men are horrible. customers. Why are they horrible customers? They are so fucking cheap. Oh, Indian men are cheap. Yep. Jewish guys are great customers. Um, mm-hmm. And black men, you think are cheap? Black men are always looking for a, a deal in a different way. They they don't mind spending the money, but they want like. All sorts of weird fucking shit. They want to get their money's worth? Yes. They want to get their money's worth, whereas Indian guys want to negotiate down. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's horrible. (laughs) It's like, that's horrible. That's like, oh, my God. I mean, yeah, I've had like the one-off where I've been like, oh, what a generous, friendly black guy. No, of (laughs) course. We're generalizing. Yeah, I mean, we're generalizing because it's fun. You know, it's just I mean, in 20 years, I've had, I've had like... About make let's say ten, but I think it's a little bit less. Really good customers that are black that spend a ton of money. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's no. also there's a demographic to involve. Like there is, you know, black people frequently just don't have as much money. Well, um, that's probably true. So there's that, and I I don't know though. I feel like with um, oh gosh, Israelis are really cheap too. Really? Yeah, they're really cheap. Like they they're just very good looking guys. Mm-hmm. Like if the guy is too good looking, he's very rare. I would say there's probably only been ten times that a really drop dead gorgeous guy has paid mm. me, um, or wanted to pay me. Or oh, you mean they customer. think they're going to get something for nothing? Yeah, or, yeah. Or, just, they, just, they just do. They, they just, just want to have their egos yeah. reinforced. Yeah. Have you ever um, slept with us or whatever you call it? Ha- have you ever had a, had a client, whatever customer client? We, what did we decide they don't like being called it? But what do you call them? Um. I guess I call them customers. Customers. So yeah. have you ever had a customer, like a famous customer or yeah. uh, people who, who really wouldn't want their names? Well, I think with them then it's a it's a situation where they don't uh, – they just – they like to pay just so it's not complicated because I think people like fall like really head over heels for them and hound them and I'm like, oh, I want to fuck you again. Please call me. And they, mm-hmm. they just like get berated if they, if they let somebody in just a little bit. So I right. think that it's uh, – so it's more the, convenient for them to be like, oh, it was a, it was a transaction. So they just, yeah, yeah. So they make it like a transaction. Yeah. So what do you think about men that have sex? Like, I mean, 
I, I, I mean, I'll tell you what I say to my husband, even though like he, he, I don't think he, I don't think he's ever taken me up on it. Maybe he has. I wouldn't know. I say, have sex with whoever you want. Just make sure I never find out about it. That's kind of where I stand in relationships too, because I think that I, I, I don't know. I'm also wrapping my head around um, overcoming jealousy. I want to be one of those really kinky people that's like well, has group sex and stuff. And you do, or yeah, don't? I do. I aspire mm-hmm. to be like that, mm-hmm. free and open sexually. I do have a little bit of a jealousy, a jealous streak in me, though. So have you tough. ever been involved with any polyamorous groups? No, I'm interested in that. But you know what? There's something really creepy about that to me. I don't know why. Like, really? I, yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't that's know what funny. it is. Like, I feel like I'm like being preyed maybe you upon. need to. Pay them. <laughs> you, may, you know what it is? It's like, do you, do you ever ask yourself, is this sex so good I shouldn't have to fuck for free? You know, like sometimes I'm like with a group of people and it's like we're getting ready to have some group sex and I'm like, I should be getting paid for this shit. Ah, that's funny. Yeah, it's exhausting with more than one person. I but think. you also said, you know, it's interesting because you were saying that um, you would like to have somebody who knew your body and had, yeah, you know, yeah. that you had a sexual relationship with. So maybe that would be a good thing. Yeah, I would like I would like somebody that like I, I was confident uh liked me enough that I could let them fuck whoever they want and um, and not have to worry about whether or not they were going to run off. See, I think you, I mean, um, I could give you, I'm not going to say anything on, well, it's not that hard to find a polyamorous group, but if you, if you look into it, I mean, yeah, I know. a polyamorous I know. group that has good looking people that aren't creepy. I don't know. Well, have you tried it? I have, I haven't, but I've, I've been to some like sex parties and I've, uh, I just like I, I, I like there were a lot of elderly couples there. I know, you know. Actually, I have I um had sex not with <laughs> before I was married before I met my husband um in a sex club uh-huh. and it was it was Creepy, gross. Right? Yeah, like I closed my it eyes to gross. kiss the guy that I was with and I opened my eyes and there were like three dudes jacking off really close to me. I was like, Whoa. yeah, there was some guy grabbing my tit and shit like, and they were gross. They were really yeah, gross, were gross people, people right? like okay. suburban so. people, not like, <laughs> sorry, suburban people, but they weren't like cool. Like it was in Manhattan. I thought, you know, these would be like, like interesting people. I heard people. great community like at Burning Man. There's a good like sex party at Burning mm-hmm. Man. And I heard there's something going on here in Bushwick. Like, there is. Like, I'll talk like to a, you about it when we get off the yeah, air. Because cool. see, I think that would be really good for you to, to try something like that because those people are open to the idea and they are living the idea of um, yeah, having open relationships. Yeah. And in a sense, that's all you're really doing doing yeah i would love to be surrounded by people that i could talk about uh sex with freely and openly Mm -hmm. without them cringing or being like oh my god and then and then you could develop because i i do think that there would be growth as as your as your pretend therapist who knows you for (laughs) who's been talking to you for less than an hour i do think it would might there might be some growth there's a little there's a little bit of um problem also though i don't think i enjoy sex as much as i used to so right, that. I can like, see I, that. I mean, I'm really like, I would like to have like two or three orgasms and go to bed. I don't mean like maybe like a half hour of foreplay, two or three orgasms, and then like just like just leave me alone. Leave my vagina alone after that. Well, I think I think that uh, polyamory, like I feel like, a, I feel like, a, like a, a group thing, like, and then I, I'd like to just have sex like two or three times a week. Yeah, you know, like no, I don't know I if I need it. two boyfriends for that. No, no, but you know what? I think the whole polyamory thing seems cool because it's like a party. Yeah, I mean, I don't think like we were talking about how what you do is really this. It's a party, act- but I feel like everybody has an ulterior motive, and at least when I'm at work, the dynamic is like I'm. 
you know, I am withholding and getting paid. Uh, I and don't everybody, think I know what so. everybody wants. So you, you don't think so when you go to I, one of these parties? No. It's not like everybody's kind of looking at you as a piece of meat? No, not no. when I, I mean, there's one party in particular that I haven't gone to, but I know a lot of, I know, you know, I'm familiar. I, yeah. I just haven't. Also, me and my husband, we're old people and shit like that. You know, I feel like I've I just thought don't know about if I have going. the energy. That's exactly what? The, the energy. It takes a lot of energy to be that sexual. No, I feel actually, I don't want to put young people in a position of like having to be sexual with old people seriously i'm protective i feel like protective of them <laughs> you're self-conscious <laughs> no i'm not i mean honestly i've been naked in public yeah, yeah. i'm not i really because they're people i know some of them and i don't know i i I, I, if I was younger, I would definitely do it. If I was younger and certainly single, I would definitely do it just to see. Cause I like stuff like that. I mean, I, I've been to I a mean, lot also, of stuff. I mean, I'll tell you also that I'm not that good with distractions. Like I, uh, it takes me a, like, I might not even have an orgasm if there was too much going on in the room. Yeah, but I think, um, like if the all, TV is on, for example, it's like that will just throw me off. All, all I'm saying is it might be a good way for you to like get to meet people that I might. Feel like Woody Allen, I'm I'm clamming up now. Here no, I am, the sex know, worker, and I'm, I'm like, gonna <laughs> stop. I'm gonna stop saying this because I can tell. I can tell we're we're not ready for this. We'll have to <laughs> talk about it at the next session. Yeah, I mean, so it we seems have, like a good idea in theory, no, I mean, but every sex party about. I've been to has just creeped me out. No, I but I, I'll tell say. you about one that I know about that I seems a lot idea. cooler. Yeah, okay. okay. Like, when we're done. Shot. But um, so we only have seven minutes left, oh, well, and I just so. want to um, hear about, like, you know, um, you must have, like, you do you have a good support system and friends and stuff like that well, that you can talk to? Or Our mutual friend is good. I have one other friend that does what I do for a living. She's my best friend. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's been invaluable, you know, like mm-hmm. just having her, you know, mm-hmm. to talk shit to. And, and even, you know, even the things I say that she, she's very familiar with, she even sometimes feels comfortable, uncomfortable just discussing it but um like the other day the other day she says to me she says i gotta tell you something horrible happened she calls me up she's like i had a hasidic jewish couple um, oh my god have have sex like on like like with me you know like they had sex with each other in front of me it was just totally awkward i feel really uncomfortable the whole thing and i was like oh shoot i did the same thing (laughs) i've done that before yeah and so like we can go back and forth with each other like when there's something like crazy that happens i you know she's experienced it so it's not like i'm you know, alone right, in the world with this right, crazy thing that just went right. down. Right, that's so wild. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> you can, you must have the best material. I know. I think. You'd have to quit the business, though. See, that's like, yeah. Yeah, no, I shouldn't even say that because, you know, they're, they're, their no, community no. is so, like, I feel no. bad. Like, now, Look, I wonder if they're, you know. There were so many things that um, I used to think, like, when I worked in advertising. I mean, if I had done, like, a naked performance like I did before and I worked in advertising, I probably would have gone, I would have ruined my career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, we all have that to some degree. Yeah, I don't think if I was to become a stand-up comedian that I would get famous enough to. Um, well, actually I have mean, an impact on my career. It and wouldn't I don't, matter. I don't think I'm, you know, I think that the people that I service are probably don't want to step forward. Well, well, everybody, you know, we deal, we all, creative people deal with that all the time. I mean, there's just ways, you know, writers, you just yeah. change names and, you know, facts. <laughs> I do. I have, I have several fake names now. <laughs> yeah. So um, how about, do you have any guy friends? Yeah, I, I I get along pretty well with guys. I have a lot of guy friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and they're actually really down to earth about what I do. They really, you know, 
a lot of them are just of the mind that they would be doing that if they could. If they could get paid for, for having sex, right. they definitely would. So you think like there's a, so that you, so you have guy friends that you don't have a sexual relationship yes. with. Yeah. I right? mean, I do accidentally turn things sexual a lot when I'm drunk. So like I, I would say mm-hmm. that my best guy friends are people that I've had sex with once a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a, a joke and didn't work out. Right. I think <laughs> wasn't, that's wasn't common, that enough fun no. for either of us to bother with again and now we've just been friends for years. Yeah, I mean, but I but I do think I do think that's common. Yeah. Have you ever thought about like volunteering or anything with like um I have I feel like money is a super motivating factor though. Like I have really? this, this a volunteer thing that I get like uh, updates for like all sorts of things like oh, we need a bartender at this fundraiser. Or no, no, about like working with, you know, when you know, young women who've been involved in sex trafficking or something like that. I don't know if I am in a position to give anybody any advice. Well, I mean, I think <laughs> I I think that uh, I think it's just a support type thing. Yeah, I don't know. You don't feel like you're. You don't I'm feel like you're the stable person. enough to be that supportive. Like I don't even know. Yeah, like, you, you need you need a volunteer to help you. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, I don't even know if like I've I thought about doing like Big Brother Big Sister thing, and I'm like. No, if it would be great for the kid, <laughs> probably just screw him up. <laughs> so, do you like? I mean, do you imagine getting married and stuff like that? Do you yeah, think about I try, that? I, I, it's becoming a more like less feasible. Like I used to imagine it and think it was really going to happen one day. I really don't. I mean, I really is that something you really want, though? I, it was something I really, uh, I, I really wanted for a long time, mm-hmm. and now it's something I really think I thought I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um I don't I don't know if that even makes sense. But I'm not even I'm not even sure. I've been less happy in every relationship I've ever been in than yeah. when I'm single. So I and I have the most fun and and people like me the most when I'm single. So um yeah that's that interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, part of it is definitely I think that um a woman that really claims her sexuality in the way that you do and that's you know, uh, and and I mean, any woman, I mean, I'll, I'll say it myself, even having just a big mouth yeah, is definitely uh, narrows the field. Mm-hmm. Well, I think anytime you express your opinions or your likes or dislikes, it, um, it, it then you're you're then thinning people out. Like the other day, this guy I was dating, who I'm probably not going to date anymore, I was like, I, I was trying to find something on Netflix to watch. And I was like, oh, what about this? I haven't seen a th- seen the stand-up comedy special that somebody did. And he's like, oh, I really don't like stand-up comedy, he says. And so him just expressing that preference made me say, you know what? This guy is not the one for me. Hmm. You know, like, I'm, there's well, no point. Well, how no well point. did you know him? Was it the first I mean, day? No, no, no. I know him pretty well. I mean, if, if you hmm. were to take an ecstasy together, like, I know him pretty well. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just we never watched TV together, so I didn't know. Huh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, you got to be open-minded, too. Do you meet most of the guys? Oh, we're, we're only having a minute. Right. So do you ever do Tinder? I do Tinder a lot. Yeah? Yep. Is that fun for you? It, it is. I mean, I don't... Um, it, Probably it, not the best way to meet a guy. I mean, you know, you're a little conflicted maybe about having a relationship. You're saying, yeah, no, you're not Tinder sure is if you're really almost as one. bad as meeting people through my job, which honestly. isn't, yeah, yeah. But um, it's it's I fun. Mean, it's entertaining. It kills time. I like swiping. I like just the act of swiping when I'm bored. Um, mm-hmm. There's sometimes you know a little flirtation that goes on that's fun. But really, I don't have time to go on any dates. And, like, really, and, and yeah, people well, get really well, people get really annoyed about that, and they're like, "Oh, what do you mean you don't have a day off for the next? Or you don't have any available time for the next three weeks?" It's like, mm. Yeah, 
two weeks from now on Sunday. I think I'm there free. might be something the unavailable time and the not being. If it was a, a guy that was good looking enough, I could just skip.